0: Hey,
1: hey, welcome to Beautiful Depths, the podcast. I'm Josie, and I'll be your host alongside my pal, Samantha. hey And Kaylee.
0: Hey, guys. We get real around here because life's too short for small talk, and we believe there's beauty in the depths of your soul. See what I did there? <laughs> and we'll accompany you into the struggles, through the depths, and to the heights to help you discover the truth that will bring you lasting joy to your life. So join in the fun and follow along by subscribing to our podcast and website at beautifuldepthscom slash subscribe.
1: All righty, let's get this conversation started. Hey, Samantha. Hello. How are you? I'm great. I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty pumped. This is our first wine cast. Yes, <laughs> I'm very excited. Samantha texted me, like, 30 minutes before <laughs> podcasting, because um, we podcast at night, and she was like, can we do wine in podcasting? <laughs> I'm like, yes, please. Um, so, we both have our, what are you drinking? Our, uh, uh, some red wine. I don't know what it
0: is. Couldn't tell you. Okay, great. How about you, I,
1: Josie? Um, mine is a Malbec. Ah, it's nice. whatever my parents had. They drink the fancy wine, so. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Yes, yes. I know nothing about wine. This, Same. Is me, this is me like trying to know about wine now. But yeah, so it's good. I
0: like it. <laughs> At least you had an answer. I didn't even have one. So it's fine. It's I think fine. I
1: probably I probably asked you because I knew the answer, which is really, really <laughs> pathetic.
0: <laughs> but Setting yourself up. I see. <laughs> yes, yes.
1: Oh, man. Well, um, yeah. Good stuff. Man, uh, this will be a good podcast episode then. Yes, yes. Do you... Um, oh, man, almost choked on my wine. <laughs> um, <laughs> do you uh, want to tell the peeps all about your blog post this week? Because it was it was pretty bomb.
0: <laughs> yes. So this week's um, blog post was called The Giver and His Gifts. Um, and... Truthfully, for the past like several months, like since last August or September, I just feel like I have been very dry in prayer, um, and it's been this like extended period of kind of wondering where God is in my life, um, and it's like it's this kind of dryness that I haven't really experienced before, and it's like this new feeling for me where. Um, I feel very rooted in truth. Like I know that God is real. I know he sent his son to save me. I know that he loves me, but I don't feel it. Um, And for the past several months, I just have found myself asking over and over again, like if I was praying right or if I was living right, wouldn't I feel consolation? Like Mm. I think back to the sweetest parts of my faith journey and I crave feeling that sweetness again. Um, and amidst all those feelings, I have found myself um, challenged by that, and challenged by that craving, and really feeling like God is asking, "Are you praying to get what you want, or are you praying just to be with me?" Mm. And I feel like oh, what I'm what I'm learning in this season is that wanting things like consolation, and answered prayers, and really deeply moving prayer experiences. They're not necessarily bad things, but those things still aren't God. Mm -hmm. And I need to ask myself over and over again, and I think all of us need to ask ourselves, like, do we want or do we love the giver more than his gifts? Mm -hmm. And just realizing that, yeah, prayer is an act of love, and it's choosing to set aside time to be with the Father, time to be with him because we know that this relationship is the one that matters more than everything else. And sometimes prayer is going to be very sweet moments with our loving God. And other times it's going to really feel like a battle and it's going to be really hard and it's going to be fighting distractions and fighting dryness and all of these things. Um, But at all times prayer is so much more about God and who God is than it ever is about us. And we need to learn that, learn how to want the giver more than his gifts and I'm not saying that we like shouldn't turn to the father with our requests and that we shouldn't like hope for sweetness and all of these things but that when we come to him with our prayer requests and in prayer we have to come with complete humility like not expecting him to answer in our way or in our time But come to him with our requests and our dreams and our fears because we know that he's there and that we know that he's listening and that we are sure of his presence, even if we don't feel it.
1: Gosh, that whole time you were just talking, I just wanted to be like, yes. yes." (laughs) I was like, say it louder for the people in the back, man. I Gosh, like everything that you just said that I felt, so much at different stages. Um, Mm -hmm. And I feel like I, um, yeah, I feel that a lot in the sense that in prayer, you know, you're not feeling anything, right? Mm -hmm. Like you don't feel this emotional draw um, maybe to to the Lord or to, for me, it was a big thing was the Eucharist. Like I don't feel an emotional draw all the time. Um, but that's okay. Right. And that's kind of like what you're saying is that like prayer is about God. It's not about us. It's about, it's an act of love. Mm -hmm. It's about turning to him and choosing him over what he can give us. And I just think to our own like earthly relationships, if we treat someone else, like we treat God, like for example, if we expect God, like pray to God just to receive consolation, um, that's like in a relationship, you know, getting to know someone just for the, I guess, compliments they give mm-hmm. you, or just for, um, like, I don't know, the nice gifts, or the emotional satisfaction that you find from not being alone, or I don't, I don't know, whatever, yes. whatever it is that like you get consolation from in an earthly relationship, like that's what you're seeking if you're seeking prayer just to like be consoled. Mm-hmm. Um, and unfortunately, though, like, I feel like most, I mean, I don't want to say most, but like a lot of people approach prayer in this way. Like they don't understand, like they think that it should always feel good or mm-hmm. they think they think that like, oh, I'm praying. God's God's not answering. He's not there. He's not real. Like, you know, Yeah. Um, but it's like they're approaching prayer
0: totally wrong. Yeah. And I think that's one of those things is where we kind of expect that we're going to like immediately receive something from prayer Mm -hmm. um and that's not always the case and sometimes we might not even ever see the way that god is responding Mm -hmm. to our prayers um but again it's it's this act of complete trust and faith that he is listening and that he is present even when we can't really tell and i love what you were talking about especially with the Eucharist how you felt like, or you don't always necessarily feel this emotional draw to the Eucharist. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, I especially feel that because in my diocese, we're just having our first public mass this coming Sunday. Oh, wow. Yeah, Um, And I, I have been like praying about it and I have very weird, like, mixed emotions where I'm, like, I'm so excited to be able to come back into the church and celebrate Mass mm-hmm. in person and receive the Eucharist. Um, but a lot of that is more, like, uh, it's, it's going to sound weird, but it's, like, an, an intellectual excitement. Like, I know yes. truthfully yeah. that Jesus is present. And so mm-hmm. that is, like, yes, I want to go back into the church. I want to receive yeah. Jesus. But it's not, like, an emotional overflow. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. And for a while, I was like, is that wrong? Like, shouldn't I feel more excited? Shouldn't I feel more of a longing? Um, but that, yeah, my faith is not necessarily does not need to be measured by my emotions. And I think that's mm-hmm. something that's so important for us to think about and like really reflect on that faith is not. Yes, sometimes faith will have emotions and feelings mixed in. Yes, but it does not depend on our emotions
1: yes and like praise god that it doesn't you know yes or like honestly like i most of the time i probably wouldn't want to receive the eucharist because Mm -hmm. (laughs) like what you just described is probably one of my biggest struggles in my faith life you know like i'm a faithful catholic i do like quote unquote do the right things and stuff like that but i really don't like a lot of times I don't feel things. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's a big struggle I have in that I've really just like poured over to the Lord about a lot um, is like the desire to want him more. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think one of, honestly, I think one of my first blog posts for beautiful depths like two years ago was about this was about this desire to receive Jesus um, Mm -hmm. or a lack thereof of that like emotional pull Um, but how like, I've continued to like go to daily mass or like force myself to receive the graces of the sacraments, even when I don't want to, because on, like you said, on an intellectual level, Mm -hmm. I want to receive, I know Mm -hmm. this is what I should be doing. Like, this is right. This is going to give me the graces to persevere and grow closer to the Lord. But my heart's not always like, ah, like I can't wait to receive Jesus, you know? Um, but I think it is true that like the more, we get ourselves into that habit and form these habits. Like we grow closer to the Lord. He gives us the graces to grow closer to him. Like, sure. Like I still don't, I still struggle with the lack of emotional pull to receive the Eucharist, but Mm -hmm. I would say it's, I've definitely grown tremendously closer to the Lord from the graces that I've received from you know, going to daily mass and receiving him um, Mm -hmm. because I know that's what I should be doing. If that makes any sense. (laughs) Yes.
0: Yes. And I feel like doing these things um, is putting us in that position where we are able to grow in love Mm -hmm. and able to more deeply feel those things. And I think one of the things too, is that we expect it to feel a certain way, but a lot of times it just, it actually just feels a different way. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, yeah, just, I want to encourage like people who are listening that, uh, I think it was in a book called I believe in love where the author says, um, a great desire to love is already a great love. Yes. Um, and just like asking the Lord, like I, if this is something that's very important to you, like you want to feel more of an emotional draw, like obviously don't idolize that because again, love the giver more than the gifts. Um, but it is something that I think is worth praying over. Um, And like you said, like continuing to go to mass, continuing to set aside this time for prayer. So you are like putting yourself in a position where you are ready to receive that desire because Mm -hmm. we can't just like pray for that desire and then just like sit around and wait for it. (laughs) But like put yourself in that position to receive that desire and to like Mm -hmm. let that desire grow in your heart. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, great points. Um, And I think, one thing I wanted to point out was in your in your blog post you mentioned Mother Teresa and mm. I think that she is the perfect example um with her you know dark night of the soul and f- for those of you listening maybe you didn't read the blog post um but essentially like Mother Teresa you know one of the greatest saints of modern times for when did when did it start like right after was it right after she founded the order like
0: I think so. I think she, like, received her call, and she, like, yeah. responded to it, and then, yep.
1: yeah, felt. So, yeah, so she received the call to start the Missionaries of Charity, responded to it, went out, started it, and then for pretty much the rest of her life, I think, mm-hmm. like, didn't, didn't feel the Lord's presence, like, felt totally in the dark, or like, that's what I call spiritual darkness. Um, yes. And but nobody would have known. Um, and I guess she wrote a little bit about it to some of her spiritual directors. And, um, you know, these writings of Mother Teresa have been widely published now. But I remember one, one of her letters that I recently um, read, it was really, really cool. Um, you know, her spiritual director asked, asked her, what she did during a holy hour. Like if she didn't feel anything. Right. So, cause she had, she was spending time with Jesus for a whole hour. He's like, why would you do that? If you didn't feel anything. And she, she was like, well, I just sat there. I looked at Jesus and he looked at me. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're just looking at each other for an hour, you know, yeah. but like, it's an act of love, right? It's not about a feeling. It's about a choice. Like that's what love is. Whether it's with a spouse, a, um, a family member, a friend, like you choose to love that person. You choose to spend time with them. It's the same with our Lord. You know, Mother Teresa shows us this. She's willing to sit with Jesus for an hour, even if she doesn't feel anything just to be in his presence.
0: Mm -hmm. Um,
1: And I just love that so much because it encourages me uh, just tremendously in my own struggles
0: here. (laughs) Yes. And I think um, another one of her letters that she wrote where she was, she wrote this as a letter to Jesus, mm. um, where she was saying, like, basically, I feel like you're so far away. Like, where are you? I just feel like I'm in this darkness, um, in this loneliness, and basically just like, I miss you. Um, mm. and, and she writes, uh, at the end of it, she says, I beg of you only one thing. Please do not take the trouble to return soon. I'm ready to wait for you for all eternity. And I just remember I read that. It was it was quoted in a book called My Sisters the Saints. I'm pretty sure I was reading that part like on a bus or something, and I'm like crying in the corner, um, just because I think it's such a good and beautiful witness of truly loving God more than more than the things that He gives us, mm-hmm. um, and all the things that He gives us are really really great and beautiful gifts, but yeah. again, they are not God, and we can't let those things replace Him. Um, and just like that witness of she gave her life completely to him she did what he asked um, and she served him and no one would have ever known about the darkness that she felt because she chose Mm -hmm. to continue to love Jesus um, every single moment of every single day and will just that I am ready to wait for you for all eternity like that's just beautiful
1: (laughs) yeah I got like chills when you were talking about that it's like it's like the ultimate act of love mm-hmm. you're like i want you but stay away yeah <laughs> so like you know like because because it's a greater act of love to be without emotional consolation so mm-hmm. she's almost like loving christ more by not having these feelings of satisfaction if if that makes any sense yes. you know yes. um so yeah i i think about that often when when i just like God, like, why can't you feel me, fill me with good feelings? It's like yes. Yeah, it's a choice. Oh, man. And something else that I think is really cool that you kind of touched on was this idea of, like, you know, praying to know the giver and not so much for the gifts he gives. Um, and, like, what is his response to prayer, right? So we might pray for something, and we have to fully trust that, like, God's going to answer that prayer in the way that he sees fit. So whether we get what we prayed for or whether God uses those prayers in another way, like he is still good regardless. Mm. Um, and I love what you put your, but, but if not, like he is still good. So like, I think about that in everything in life. Cause I, you know, I think we all struggle with holding on to maybe our own dreams a little too tightly and our own wants and desires, Um, and whenever I have something like budding on my heart that I really want, whether, whether, you know, it's a, it's a career thing, a relationship, uh, like a few future plans that I want to make. Um, and I find myself feeling too attached to them. I, the first thing I I, like when I feel that attachment, I just like give it to the Lord. I'm like, Mm -hmm. God, like make of this what you want. Like, I, I want your plans to come like, to, to be fulfilled, not necessarily mine, because I know that's when I'm going to be happiest. Yeah. Um. So it's like, but if not, so like, yes, God, like, I want this thing. And I'm asking you to give me this thing that I want, but only if you want it, because if not, like, you're still good, and mm-hmm. you're gonna bring good out of any situation. Um. So I just love that you you said that, because I think it's so important.
0: Yeah, because I think, um, yeah, like you were saying, sometimes we get so attached to our own um our own ideas and our own desires but learning to surrender to his will um not out of like a disdain for our own desires like no not like a suppression yeah. of our desires but completely just trusting that he sees more than we see and he sees better than we have the ability to see mm-hmm. um and so it's like yes I want this thing but if I don't receive this thing, you are still good. And that is still enough. Um, And I remember something, a prayer that I've like held on to. I remember the first time I ever prayed this, I was like driving to an interview in college. um, And it's something that I've adapted uh, in other like situations in my life where I'll ask the Lord, like, for example, in this interview, I was like, Lord, if this is your will for me, give me all the words that I need to say. Um, mm. And if it is not your will for me, prepare my heart for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like this complete act of like, yes, Lord, you desire better than I desire. Um, yeah, and I'm going to trust that and hope hopefully our desires match up. But if they don't, you're still good. Um, and that is enough. Yeah.
1: I love how you said, and if not, like, prepare my heart for that, because it's so easy to get our hopes up for, like, things that we want, but then we realize we have to turn them over to the Lord, but then you're, like, scared that if you don't, like, you're like, okay, the the crash after the, yes. you know? So that's, a, that's beautiful. I need to start using that yeah. <laughs> in my surrendering <laughs> prayer. yeah. Hey, hey! We hope you're enjoying this episode! We just wanted to throw a quick plug-in for our Beautiful Deafs email list. Subscribers get a lot of free perks that others don't. Samantha, do you want to tell them what those are?
0: Yep! Each month you'll get a specially designed calendar, prayer resources, wallpaper sneak peeks, and an entrance into an exclusive giveaway. Josie, do you want to tell them how they can sign up? Sure thing! Just go to our show notes and click the link
1: or go to beautifuldepths.com slash subscribe. Now let's get back to the show. That's great. Oh man, well, I don't know, Samantha, are there any like helpful tips that you would offer people um, you know, in just learning to yeah, just love love the giver more than the gift, especially as it involves prayer.
0: Yeah, um, I definitely think looking at the lives of the saints um, Mm -hmm. and seeing, especially reading the writings of the saints um, Mm -hmm. and seeing the ways that they have walked um, and struggled. Because I feel like this is something that all of us will struggle with at some point in our faith journey is learning, is having our love be purified in this way. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, yeah reading the writings of the saints, reading the lives of the saints. Um, And then I mentioned this book already, but my sister's the saints is a book by Colleen Carol Campbell um, about her own walk with the saints and how they've helped her on her spiritual journey. And she talks about like very specific experiences in her life from infertility to struggling to choose a career um, Mm -hmm. and, and certain things like that and how different saints have, helped her on that journey um and I just think that was such a beautiful witness to what it means to like persevere in prayer yeah um and yeah to be guided by the saints in our faith journeys and then this isn't a resource but just something that I think we could all take into reflection um I was asking my husband about this topic earlier because we always talk about the topic before we podcast because I (laughs) I pick his brain. Um, And he was like, something that helps him is when he finds that he's struggling in prayer, whether he's fighting with dryness or distraction or just like feeling discomfort, he'll like stop himself and ask like, why am I here? Like, why am I praying? What is the purpose of this time? Um, And just allowing himself to like pause and be re-centered in your prayer. Because sometimes it gets really hard. We, like, just, like, work ourselves up in frustration. I don't know if you've ever done mm-hmm. this, but I've done this. Where I'm, like, really distracted or just really dry. And then I get frustrated. And I'm, like, why mm-hmm. can't I? Like, how, how, why did I forget to, how to pray? And, like, all these <laughs> things. And I just, like, get super frustrated with myself. But allowing myself to step back and say, okay, why am I here? Because God is good. And because I love him and he loves me. And just allowing yeah. yourself to like pause and recenter, um, in those times where you're really struggling to persevere in prayer, um, I think is something that's really important.
1: Yeah, bring it back to basics, right? Yes, <laughs> yes.
0: Sometimes we overcomplicate it, and we just need Definitely. to like bring it back to zero.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: What about totally you, agree.
1: Um. Yeah, I think a good thing, you know. We didn't talk a lot about, like, consolation, desolation, mm-hmm. um, but we were talking about, you know, receiving consolation in prayer versus that dryness or desolation, some would call it. Um, but a great thing to look up is uh, the spiritual exercises of St. Ignatius of Loyola. Um, mm-hmm. We'll link them in the show notes, but it goes a lot into, like, what, like, um things you'll experience in consolation versus things you'll experience in desolation and, mm-hmm. you know, how to respond to those things. Um, Cause like everybody gets both of them and it doesn't mean that you're a bad, a bad Christian, a bad prayer because you are in desolation, you know? Yeah. Um, no, like we said, Mother Teresa was in desolation for like, mm-hmm. I don't know, years and years. Um And the great, I guess podcast episode about that is uh, blessed is she has one on consolation and desolation, um, that we'll link in the show notes. I really enjoyed listening to it and it just kind of opened my eyes to discerning those things in prayer. Um, and then another podcast that I recently like yesterday listened to was I don't listen to this one much, but the Catholic stuff you should know.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: they they did one on like dependence and I thought it was very good in the sense that like, you know, our society talks about independence and, you know, doing your own thing, doing your yeah. own plans, but like the whole, like our human being is actually fashioned to be dependent on the Lord. Yes. Um, and I think that it goes along very well with this idea of loving, loving the Lord more than what he can give you mm-hmm. um, and depend, depending on him for everything. And in total, just divine providence and loving trust. Um, so I'll link that in the show notes as well. I it was it's good. They they definitely um, banter a lot in the beginning yeah. of their episodes. So like if you want to get to the meat, like fast forward like twenty minutes. But uh, <laughs> but it's a, it's a good one. So I I definitely yeah. recommend it.
0: I think you sure. you made a good point that I just want to emphasize because it's not something that we talked about a ton. Um, but that desolation and dryness is not a reflection on you as a Christian. Yeah. Um, I think that's really important because that's something that I have definitely fallen into a lot in this season of dryness is like, if I was just doing better, if I was just praying better, if I was just living Mm -hmm. better, I would feel consolation. um, Or I would feel like this joy or whatever, when I enter into prayer or prayer would be like very emotional, overwhelming experience. Um, but it's not always a one-to-one. Yes, sometimes it is being us being called out, like out of sin or out of temptation or out of whatever, but it not isn't necessarily. So like learning how to discern the spirits, um, learning consolation versus desolation can be very helpful and important because yeah, yeah, it's not always a one-to-one. So don't just think I'm a terrible person because I feel dry. Um, that's not yeah, you, necessarily the case.
1: You can't, you can't earn, you know. Yeah. you can't earn consolation by your works or whatever. And yes, same. Like everything's a gift, everything's a grace. So, mm-hmm. um, like accepting whatever God gives us. Um, no, that's a great point to bring up. Um, well, Samantha, as we wrap yes. up our episode, what is what is your grace
0: in the last week? Of- this past weekend. Um it was a long weekend. And so my family, Luke and I, and then my parents and my brother got to visit my sister and her family. Um, and it was just so nice to get out of town um and see them. I haven't seen her and my brother-in-law and my godson since like February. Mm. Um, and my godson, he's two, and he started to say tons of things um and like start to talk and have conversations with you and he knows us all by name and was apparently looking for us after we left which was just the best thing ever so cute um yeah and it was just such a great weekend with family relaxing and playing games and just being all together which we haven't been all together in a long time so it was really good yay such a (laughs) (laughs) great what about you Josie
1: Um, Yeah, similarly, I also got out of town first time since quarantine. I went to Hilton Head. um, So one of my best friends is marrying my brother in about a month. So very exciting time. So we had her little bachelorette weekend there. um, It was just it was just great. Like, quality time um bonding with some of the girls and it's just like you don't know your heart needs something and Mm -hmm. then it's like oh it's great Um, yes so and she had a really good time so it was it was just a grace to be there and be with friends and um yeah just relax a little bit so that's awesome it's good stuff good stuff and um yeah if Kaylee were here you know we'd wonder what her grace is Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) We'll just keep saying it's baby.
1: It's, it's baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure.
0: For sure. Oh, man.
1: Well, Samantha, would mm-hmm. you mind closing us in prayer tonight?
0: Definitely will do. <laughs> in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit, fill our hearts and teach us how to pray. Dear Lord, thank you so much for this time, for the ability to come together um, and learn about you, speak about you, love you, um, and share you. I pray for all of those who are listening to this podcast that they may be blessed by something that they have heard um, and that they might be encouraged wherever they are in their spiritual journey, um, that you are good no matter what. Um, even in our doubts and our fears and our disappointments, um, you are good. And that is enough. Lord, I ask that you will strengthen us um, in certainty of your love, in certainty of your presence, um, and that that will sustain us um, in every season of life and in every obstacle. Um, And, that you will remind us that you are ever-present to us um, and that you love us no matter what. We ask this in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thanks, Samantha. Thank you. (laughs) It's
1: always a good time.
0: Yes. (laughs) I enjoyed wine casting with you.
1: (laughs) Yes, we'll have to do it again next time. Yes. Alrighty, see you guys.
0: Bye. Thanks for listening to Beautiful Depths, the podcast. If you love what you hear, please leave us a review and a rating. Preferably
1: a five star.
0: <laughs> On iTunes or wherever you like to listen.
1: Your reviews help more people hear about the podcast and come to discover the truth and joy of Christ, which is what we're all about.
0: And also feel free to follow us on all social media at Beautiful Depths and subscribe at beautifuldepths.com slash subscribe. Until next week, stay holy, friend.